0: Hello everyone and welcome as always to our Sawdust City Happy Hour tastings and uh, a special beer that we have a review of and a tasting of today. Excited about this one, but it is a, uh, an, an interesting story and very personal story to Sawdust City Brewing as to why we are drinking today Dunk's Day Beer. Tell us about the story, Sam Corbet. Uh,
1: so Duncan Veach was a guy that worked for us and he was a friend to a lot of the people at the brewery. Uh, two of the brewers especially, they grew up with Duncan. And unfortunately, Duncan passed away last March. Uh, and uh, James and John, two of the good brewers that work with us, uh, like I said, we were friends with him for a long time. And they wanted to make a beer in his honor. Duncan was a really laid back guy, very easygoing, and really like salty type of guy. He just liked chilling out. So they wanted to do a beer that Duncan would have really enjoyed, which was just a simple, easy lawnmower beer. And then uh, they had Sandy, uh, our artist, drop a, basically that's his house and him mowing his lawn with his dog benji uh benny in the back so it was it's a it's a tribute to our friend Dunk, and uh you know we wanted to honor his memory and it's i think exactly the type of beer he would have liked
0: yeah i love again like so many of the beers that we've had here people can go through our youtube channel and see all of these tastings and there's there's a lot of personal connections whether it's uh, you know, little Narnia with the actual canard on that, which is, of course, about the biking trails and everything that's up there and so many little things that are connected. But to do a beer this personal, uh, what was that like for you and your staff? Because that's not something that I mean, thankfully, it's not something that you have to do every day. But it certainly brings about a different vibe because it's not really, okay, let's push the boundaries and see what we can do here. And let's get crazy. And let's get outside the box. And it's like, no, we're going to, we're going to do this because we feel like this is the right thing to do. And that, that is a totally different place to come
1: from in your work, isn't it? Well, yeah. Uh, sorry, I just lost you there for a sec. So, um, James and John, like they, they, they spent a lot of time on this. They were, you know, this is very personal to them and they, they wanted to get it right. They were very, you know, adamant this is exactly how it should be and and i'm glad they put their you know everything they had into it it showed like just how much it meant to them and how much duncan meant to them so you know it's it came from the same you know they drew from the same learning but it came from their heart and i think it really shows and um i can't it's actually all gone now it it sold like super fast we had a lot of support from the community a portion of each sale went to the local hockey community uh the southern scuba hockey association which Duncan was an avid hockey player, and uh, I think it's something that, you know, he, he always did, and um, we, we did have a sawdust team at one point. Dunk was on it. And nice. So, it, you know, it was, it was important. So, yeah. That's it's awesome. It's not from our boundary pushing, but it's definitely from our sports um, you know, level very high.
0: Yes, absolutely. And uh, if it's from the heart, sometimes it tastes better. By the way, complete side note here. Uh, I am, of course, using my Sada City uh, IPA glasses, what this is, but when you pour it with the Sada City logo on, like, facing upwards, and you pour a beer that is of the right color consistency, you get, like, a cool hologram that actually goes through the beer of the Sada City logo into the beer, which I just... Yeah,
1: it shows it on the foam as it comes up. (laughs)
0: Yeah
1: i've been in a bar lots of times staring at that like it looks great
0: <laughs> i know i just i was doing it right now pouring it, and i'm like oh, how about that that does look fantastic um but all right these,
1: these are our old ones the black ones and we switched to the white because it actually it's harder to see the black but the white really pops so we actually yeah. switched that this is i mean i only have old stuff <laughs> this is like probably from the very beginning but those are all the new stuff is white and then it does exactly that.
0: Yeah, it, it looks fantastic for sure. So, uh, all right. So, what should people be getting? I again, I don't think that this is one of those that we have to go super deep into because, as you say, it's it is prototypical. It's simple. It's laid back. All the rest. But in case people are wondering and uh, looking down the road, they are interested in some of your sessionable ales that you have around. Kind of describe what this one's about.
1: Well, this was about easy drinkability. Uh, it's four point nine percent. Simple two roll malt base with uh, a little touch of hops, a little bit of galaxy there. So you get some nice fruitiness. There's, it's just an easy lawnmower beer. When you're done, just sitting back chilling on this Sunday afternoon and all you want to do is relax. It's there. I mean, it's not very bitter. It's nice. And the malt character just kind of carries that little fruity hop note.
0: Yeah, it's I- so crisp. Like so crisp. That's the first thing that jumps out to me on this. And I, there's a, some ales I've had in the past where you get the crisp kind of nature of them on the front end but then you get the very like they're trying to prove like hey i'm an ale <laughs> like they're yeah. trying to make it taste as alien as possible and this one is nice because it just is so smooth the whole way through
1: yeah and that's what they wanted like they, yeah, they dunk was a simple guy that like just enjoyed having beers I and mean, this is what you know this is what they did and um it's made it's the same yeast that we use for our, like our big hazies and stuff but it that sort of leaves a bit of sweetness and uh, we we there's hardly any bittering hops, just some saws just to get to keep it in check and then some galaxy at the end. And uh, it, like you can drink a bunch of this. It's very yeah. and we're gonna come back next summer. We we're gonna it's gonna come back as a as our summer blonde ale. So we're we're excited to do that. And uh it's important like it's not just you know, you know, it, it was for dunk, but we want to keep the idea of community in here things that are important to the Graveners community the local community things that speak to the people from the community and we want to share that with everybody in Graveners because they've been so supportive of us throughout the years and continue to be um and when this came out all the people like they really you know supported it and came in and it just disappeared like super fast
0: yeah that's fantastic to hear and that that sense of community and being able to cultivate that—obviously, a good business decision—but just as a human decision. I mean that—that's really what this stuff is about. We've said so many times that beer is about people. It's a social experience and being able to share things. It's, you know, I was laughing the other day. I was listening to uh, Neil Brennan, who was an original writer on the Chappelle Show and does his own stand-up comedy skits and all the rest. And he was doing this whole bit on uh, on a podcast I was listening to, saying, you know, beer is always present for things that suck why is that he was like you go to a baseball game it's so slow nothing's happening but it's great to drink beer at he goes you go play golf are you or any of your friends actually good at golf you might have one or two but no you all suck well what do you do you have beers when you're on the course and it's like without realizing it a lot of the time you're drinking beers like this in a social environment because you know what you're doing sucks So why not just enjoy something simple and smooth and crisp? And I'm like, when I taste this, I just think about that Neil Brennan bit because it was like, as he's listing off the things, I'm going, oh my God, golf does kind of suck. I'm not not good at golf. Why do I golf? What am I doing? I bought $300 clubs. What did I do that for?
1: It's punishment, actually.
0: (laughs) Yeah, even the, the, it's funny because the Scottish descendants in me says, golf, beer, perfect combination. Then you start to realize, wait a minute, I think we all just started playing golf because we were having beers.
1: <laughs> it, it, and there, there is like that that swing lube. You hit about three points, and you're like, this is perfect. But then there's a diminishing returns, And it's yep. quick and it's fast and it's hard. And then, so you round like the 13, 14, total and you're like, I've had one too many and this is the end.
0: <laughs> well, my thing has always been nerves off the first tee box. Doesn't matter if I'm playing alone. Like if I'm playing alone, if I go for a round by myself, which I've only done like twice in my life, one of them was a funny story because I thought I had to work on Thanksgiving Monday. So I drove back to my parents' place in Kingston. I got back and I turned on my radio station and it was not the normal programming. And I texted my boss and he said, you don't do a show today. I'm like, okay, sounds good. I guess I'm going golfing. So, uh, so I ended up going and it's like the first tee box. I'm nervous as all hell, even if it's just the starter, who's watching me, let alone if it's my friends or anybody else. And uh, (laughs) I've always been someone who it's like, Oh man, I bombed the first hole. It's a nine, it's an eight, it's a 10, whatever. I'll get a beer. My peak is about three quarters of a beer in. By the time that I get to two beers in, it's over. So it's like from, from hole two through hole five, I'm like, oh, we are cooking. And then all of a sudden you get like two, three beers in and you, for me, and I can be on the golf course at hole six and I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm not good. It's, it's gone. (laughs)
1: This is the the first year I didn't play one time. I think think I got it.
0: I got it once. I want to say with a couple of my, my old football playing buddies. uh, And it was fantastic, but it's for me, it's, and I think this is probably for you too, Sam, over time. It's the kids, like the kids kids stuff. Like you, you just give, I was actually listening to another podcast this week with Rob Lowe, uh, interviewing Matthew McConaughey and they were talking about golf. And Rob Lowe goes, what's your handicap now? And McConaughey goes, I don't know. It's pretty bad. It's pretty, I didn't even play once this year. Rob Lowe, what? Why'd you do that? And he goes, uh, kids. And Rob Lowe, oh, yeah. When you have kids, you tend to give up golf for a solid eight years. Like, you, just, yeah, well, you, you don't swing.
1: five hours. It's five to yeah. eight hours of your day. Who's going to let you go away for five to eight hours? <laughs> it doesn't happen. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, the round is five. And you got to get there and do it every year's after. And you're like, yeah it's It's the whole show, and
0: nah. uh, uh, yes, it's fantastic, but this would be a fantastic hot summer
1: well, golf, golf, golf
0: day beer. It'd be absolutely delightful, so I'm sure the people up in Gravenhurst at the local uh golf clubs will hopefully be uh, partaking in using this as a pre during or post uh before I get you out of here, Sam, I just I don't know how much you're able to reveal on what you're working on, but before we hopped on and turned on the mic here, uh you had a hell of a day because. I don't think people realize the process that goes into you guys getting the things you need in order to produce great beer. What can you tell people about what you did today? Because it is a little bit crazy.
1: Yeah, so we drove down to Niagara to uh, Malibu, winery. We met with Dan, the winemaker, and we uh, got 3,600 kilos of Merlot grapes in six totes that we brought back. Uh, so we drove, you know, that's like 600 kilometers in the day to get it and then tomorrow we're gonna have to take those 3600 kilos and hand bomb them into the fermenter so they'll go through process called carbonic maceration and then we will brew on top of that probably sometime next week and that's the beginnings of our big pink rose beer, which um should be at the lcbo next spring uh so look for that but it's this is the beginning of the process and it's it's a bit of a logistic nightmare like We have to line the tanks up make sure they're free. Make sure we can get the truck to Niagara, make sure the grapes are there. And then this process from this point on, tanks have to be clean. It has to go in. We have to wait for the the fermentation of the grapes to start on its own, which I'm hoping only takes three days, but it could take longer, which means the actual brewing might be sometime next week. I'm really, really hoping it's Monday. (laughs) That's all I've planned for. But, uh, it, it's it is a fun process because like this is way outside of our box of the things that we normally do and it, it was an excuse to go down to niagara and get a few balls of wine i, I absolutely love the wine in malibar there are great people there and this is the third year we've done this so it's it was a bit of a quicker trip this year because we didn't have time like there was no time they're in the middle of their harvest which is a crazy two months of their year they're working 14 hour days and they don't have a lot of time to chit chat so we got in there and got out pretty quick but uh it's, this is going to be exciting, and uh, I'm really – I think this year, after three kicks of the can, we're really going to knock it out of the park, and I'm pretty
0: excited. Awesome. There you go. Something to look forward to at the end of our conversation here. Cheers, as always, Sam. I appreciate this, and uh, shout-out to everybody who put so much thought into Dunk's Day Beer. Uh, I would say that you can get it at sodacitybeer.com or go in, but you can't. Just wait until next yeah. summer, and then you'll be able to get it back, and you can enjoy it then, right?
1: Yeah, man. Thank you very much again for having us, and, uh, yeah, thanks for the out.
0: Absolutely. There you go. Again, go to SadaCityBeer.com for all of your needs. And uh, don't forget to check out all things CFP podcast. we got a great week of shows coming up for you right here across the network on Canadian Football Perspective.